Welcome to the Driveway Beers Podcast with Mike and Alex. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoy the show. Please like, subscribe, comment, and share on any platform that you're listening to. All right, on. welcome back to another episode of Driveway Beers Podcast. Thank you for coming back, as always. Please like, subscribe, comment, and share. Um, especially on the podcast platforms, I'm gonna we're going to ask this one more time. And probably not just one more time. This is we're gonna ask like we always do. So if you're on a podcast platform, please pause this episode right now and write a review on podcast uh, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you're listening us to us to. Either please follow and also write a quick review, even if you hate us. Uh, we got our one star review from Benny not too far, not too long ago, where he actually thinks we made him dumber. And look, if you think we've made you dumber, write that down. Give me a yeah. one star or give us a one star review. Tell us we made you dumber and you hate us. Uh, but if you like the show, try, you know, if you can give us a five star review and let us know why you like the show or just give the five star review and write nothing. Um, that's the, you know, we used to have that handshake agreement with the listener base where you guys subscribe and we give you all the content for free. Well, we're changing the handshake agreement up where we'd like you to actually rate us on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Spotify or wherever we, wherever you're listening to us on. Uh, if you're listening to us on YouTube or Rumble, you know, give us a thumbs up if you like the show, thumbs down if you don't like it, put a comment under the video, just a, a, a something really quick uh, so that it helps us with the algorithms on those platforms. And we'll read, we'll read the comments I and, take your, and take your suggestions and use it to improve this. No, we're not doing any of that. No, no, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> please. Saying, I don't care about your suggestions. I care about what, you, but I do care about what you think about what we talk about. Yeah. Because, you know, we're not married to our ideas. We have our ideas. We have our thoughts and opinions, but we, we know other people have different thoughts and opinions. So if you don't agree with us or you do agree with us, let us know. Um, it, it will help us with the algorithm. And we, look, I can say with 100% certainty, every comment that has been left on YouTube, uh, we have responded to because there's only been three. <laughs> but we've also gotten some messages on Facebook. We respond to any fan fan message we've gotten. Um, we have replied to all of them. Uh, so if you feel inclined, send us a message, write us a comment, anything. We'll be glad to hear from you. We want to thank AnnapolisHomeExperts.com, which is Brian Schelling with Long and Foster Real Estate in Annapolis, Maryland. Uh, give him a call. Go to his website. Uh, Brian was my personal real estate agent. I've said this multiple times. I cannot recommend him enough if you're buying or selling a home. It is very important in this day and age to find the right agent. And I'm going to use an example in my very own neighborhood right now. There is a house for sale. That's listed for sale about $60,000 under the la- what the last house sold for. And, you know, we were talking about it. We were wondering why the real estate agent would price it so low. And we looked at the pictures inside. The place was completely redone. Uh, nice double, uh, two-level deck. The inside was uh, the new kitchen. There was a new kitchen in there or, or updated kitchen, wood floors. It was not like a, 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 a slash job where you have to go in and redo the entire house. It had more bedrooms than the last sale. So why this house was listed for $60,000 less is beyond me. Um, but I bet if that person selling the house and going Brian Schilling, it would not be listed for $60,000 less. And that person would get their full values worth. And the person who's selling the house is a retiree. Uh, so any, any additional money they were going to get from that sale was going to go directly in their bank account minus some some costs going to the real estate agent but 
that real estate agent that they chose, which wasn't Brian, is costing that seller a lot of money. So picking the right agent is worth its weight in gold. I highly recommend you contact Brian over at AnnapolisHomeExperts.com. And we want to thank Cheers and Spirits. We are drinking some whiskey tonight, although I don't know which one we're drinking. We only have three on the table. I think it's a Wild Turkey 101. Yeah. I. You know what? I had that last week. I think I'm going to go with the Bibb and Tucker. Okay. I'm going back to it. The other one on the table is Ragged Ranch, and we both don't like that one. So <laughs> if, if you see Ragged Ranch in a store, look, Mike likes the higher proof. I like the lower proof. Neither one of us like this one. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to This doesn't right scratch any itch. No, no itches. It tasted weird. It's, I don't know what it was. It had like a soapy taste to it. Yeah, this one had the chemical taste. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I wasn't into it. So I'm going to go with the Bib and Tucker, which is, uh, it is a six-year-old. 92 proof bib and tucker small batch bourbon whiskey so that's the one i'm going with mike you said you're on the the, the wild turkey 101 again just because it's we left it here from last week and it's close to me there so. it is <laughs> that's that is the reason i'm going a light pour for this one in case i do decide to switch back to the wild turkey 101 i am a fan of the wild turkey 101 are you drinking that neat or did you put more ice in there there, there, the there is some ice left okay. in there there's some ice. We'll get you drinking a meat soon. I will not be at all. I can if we had to make a bet like we did with the Ovechkin goal scoring thing. Uh, I would 100 percent bet that I will not go meat. Well, I'm about to 100 percent bet that Ovechkin's not going to break that record because he looks old and lazy and slow. I'm not going to say I told you so. But <laughs> the thing is, though, he's not injured. He's just <laughs> playing like crap, as is the entire team. Well, so I, I, I do think. I think I think the problem there is that the talent around him is gone. They've got some good young players. I mean, Anthony Manth is uh, is doing okay. Connor McMichael was a was a first round draft pick. Kind of got out, but it's starting to come into his own. Um, but he doesn't have the players he had around him when they were going on their championship. I mean, runs. Oshie's still there. Wilson's still there. Carlson's still there. But uh, Backstrom just took a stepped away from the team and he had a hip resurfacing surgery last year, which is why he missed so much time. And it's kind of like a hip replacement, but it's different. Like, so hip replacement, they actually cut the top of your femur off and they use a titanium, uh, essentially just a re- it replaces the, the uh, socket part of the ball and socket joint of your hip. And they put a plastic insert into your hip. The hip resurfacing, they just clean up the top of the femur, the ball part, put a plastic cap over that, and then a plastic cap inside the hip. So the bone is all still there. So structurally, it's all the same. Apparently, this surgery is very common amongst people, skaters, so mostly hockey players. But uh, it either takes and does really well or doesn't. There's no kind of middle ground, and I think his didn't. Oh. And I would not be surprised if we've seen the last of 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 Nicky Backstrom, who I, is a player I love. As you know, uh, seems like a good dude. You know, a lot of hockey players seem like good dudes. So, um, yeah. So we'll see what happens with him. But next announcement is probably the retirement one. I would not be at all surprised if that was the 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 
if we've seen the last of him on the ice. I'm going to be honest. As far as hockey, like I, I look at the Ovechkin stats because of our bet, mm-hmm. but I haven't been paying attention much just because it's like the first month of the season. I feel like I start paying attention to hockey. After the Super Bowl? Yeah, I would say February is when yeah. I start to look at it, and that's when I like that's when I like I become fully aware, like okay, who's in it, who's out of it, and like I'm, I, and sometimes I look at it, like wow, I can't believe that team sucked this year, right? Yeah, um, or like or you have to where the hell did they come from? Yeah, I feel like that's the way I'm always about like when I see the Tampa Bay Lightning, even though they've been awesome for years, they're almost a dynasty. <laughs> but, but it, it's kind of like the Rays. Like I, I always see, like, I see them like the Rays, where like I never think the Rays are going to be good, and then they're always good. Yeah, I'm like. And I, I, I don't know why, but then I'm, I'm always kind of like, why is a good team in Tampa? And I guess Tampa Bay Lightning sell out, but the Tampa Bay Rays barely sell a ticket. There was, there was a time where they were considering having the Tampa Bay Rays split their home games between Tampa and Montreal. Was it Tampa and Montreal or was it Tampa and, and Puerto Rico? From what I I, it was Tampa and Canada because of all the snowbirds that go down to oh yeah, um, and in the summertime they're not there, so they thought if they split their home games, and like during the hottest part of the year, mm-hmm. played their home games in Canada, right. that they would. And I'm like, wait, wasn't there a team in Montreal, and they moved? <laughs> Did Tampa get an approved stadium recently? No, that stadium's a dump. No, no, but didn't they get approved for a new one? I don't know about that. And they're going to put it, I guess, like on the other side of whatever river. I guess where they put it, the initial trop field was like a horrible place. Yeah. like It wasn't easy to get to. Parking was awful. Like Apparently, it was not a well-placed stadium. Um, or do you think it gets moved? I, don't, I think it's, I mean, they're good. It would be weird to have a team that's good. Yeah. Just up and move. Usually teams move when they're not doing too well. How were the Expos when they went to D.C.? Terrible. Were they? Like for years, like a joke. Okay, so they weren't good. Because yeah. I remember the time when they were good. Yeah, so Tom Brady was actually drafted by the Expos. and That didn't work out for them. Went up and like spent time with the team. And he saw one of the players and they said, you know, like, hey, what, what, what do you think about doing? And he goes, well, I really like baseball, but, you know, I've got this – this scholarship to Michigan, but I don't know. And they're like, whoa, 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 wait, you could go to Michigan to play football at a full ride, and you're thinking about coming here. What the fuck is the matter with you? Right. And he's a left hit. He was a left hitting catcher, and which a left hitting catcher is a bit of a commodity because you have to carry two catchers on your roster. But with the left hitter, you get a left another left handed bat. So that's where they come. You know, it's kind of like. Left hitting catchers are are more valuable than right hitting catchers. Yeah, the problem is they don't want you to catch left handed though. Right, so he's left hitting. Not so like my oh, son okay. is right handed. He throws right, Back but he left. hits left. So um, if you can have a left hitting catcher, you have to carry two catchers. But right. if it's a left handed bat, then okay, now you got a double uh, benefit. So so that's kind of you can be not that good at both, but right. You're still le- you still hit left. So, for you kids out there, if you can learn how to bat left-handed, your options open up. Yeah, because there's not that many people that do. I keep trying to get my oldest to try catching, but he thinks he's gonna get killed. You know, you know, catching's no fun. 
he might get killed. The only fun part about it was you got to wear the cool gear when you were younger. Yeah. But then as you got older and it was like 900 degrees, I was like, like, what am I doing? uh, You get to do balls in coming down, which they love, which means they then airmailed over the second baseman's head, but whatever. Right. Right. (laughs) 10 you, 12 you. I caught when I was younger in my 13-year-old, 14-year-old days. And I should should say in my my 12, 13-year-old years I caught and before that. When I turned 14 and there was another catcher on the team, I was like, I'm out. <laughs> Wait, is there a bucket I can sit on? I was like, third base open? I'll take that. Yeah. Thank you. Where's a bucket? Right. That's what I sit on a bucket. Right. I don't want to do that crouch stuff. That hurts my knees. But I'll take a bucket. <laughs> One of the catchers I used to love, though, because I, I lived in the Midwest when I was really young. And back then, the St. Louis Cardinals had a catcher named Tony Pena. Mm-hmm. And Tony Pena had this squat where he would like... It was he would stick his right leg out, his butt was on the ground, and his left leg was sticking straight out. So like it was towards like, the pitcher. So he kind of like did uh, the flying V with his right leg, mm-hmm. butt on the ground, left foot, left leg straight out. Hmm. And he and he put the glove up, and he and he caught like that on certain on certain pitches and stuff. I just thought that was the coolest thing because no one else did that, right? I tried that one time. I couldn't get up. <laughs> like my my twelve year old self, like I had to like roll over, push myself up. Like there was, you you weren't throwing anyone out at second base. No, he was like he was throwing the ball from that from oh, yeah. sitting on his butt throwing to second. Like that dude was a, an animal with his arm. Well, if you you know from coaching youth baseball in the major in, in MLB, a lot of catchers are playing with this weird stance where they have one knee on the ground. Yeah. And the kids are doing it. And, yeah, but the major league, yeah, they're professional baseball players. They can make that throw to second base with with just, they don't have to get up, right? And they're throwing a a BB to second. You, on the other hand, are not that. (laughs) Learn how to play the position correctly. So, stop. you can tell all the kids that watch a lot of baseball, because they do everything that, you know, have all the freaking protective gear you know, like. and, and the stupid bat waggle. Oh, stop with the bat waggle. Yeah. You don't have the wrist or hand strength to stop it in time to swing when that pitch comes. Yeah. Keep your shit still. Yeah. Uh, whatever. But they're having fun. So. So believe it or not, this episode was not going to be about sports. Right. With the holidays coming up. And this episode is going to be released on, let's see, let me pull up the calendar. The Tuesday before Thanksgiving. It will be the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. That makes it perfect for what I'd like to talk about today. This is this is going to come out on the 21st. 21st. You guys are probably going to have your turkeys defrosty in the freezer. or I mean, in the refrigerator. That's Maybe that's why I don't like turkey, because I'm trying to defrost in the freezer. But the... Me personally, I love holidays. They're very nostalgic for me. They're a very good time growing up. Turkey, stuffing, the, the traditional Thanksgiving meal. Uh, Christmas is a little bit different. Uh, we used to do the Christmas ham, uh, which we still do, except I don't make it. I go, I get it from Honey Baked Ham. Okay. <laughs> and they, 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 the, the sugar crust on it. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Uh, and then we get, we do get a little a little turkey breast though, for people that don't want the ham. 
because you know I got I got some non uh, pork and red meat eaters in my house. Um, plus I don't have to cook, which is nice because I do the cooking on Thanksgiving. So I'm cooking rice peel off with all the butter um, from a box. Oh no no no! Oh. <laughs> I, I'm a scratch guy when it comes to that turkey. I usually do a twenty pound plus. I do turkey in a bag. I, I go breast side down in the roasting pan okay. inside the bag. I like it. With carrots, celery, onions, and a little bit of flour so you can make a roux later. Okay. Um, cooks upside down. I rub it with, uh, I got my mixture of paprika, salt, pepper, garlic salt, garlic powder, onion powder, all mixed up. I rub the turkey down like I'm giving it a massage, like it's Swedish. I put, I cut open a little bit of the, the skin. Mm-hmm. Slide some uh, some pats of butter under uh, the the leg, each leg, each breast. Get that in there. Do you have the thing that you can inject? Like- I, don't, I don't inject. Yeah. I don't brine and I don't inject. Why? Because too much work. What I do, and the reason why I do it, is because, one, it's easy as hell. I can cook a 20-pound turkey in two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing this all day. Yeah. Sorry, ain't happening. Two, I can rub it down 20 minutes before I put it in. Now, what I will do sometimes is in the bag, I'll squirt some uh, chicken broth in there. Okay. Just a little bit. Does um, your skin get soggy? And that, and here's the trick. So what happens is toward the end, usually takes about two and a half hours. At two and a half hours, I pull it out, remove the bag, let the juices sit in the bottom of the roasting pan. I flip the turkey over, so now it's breast side up. Okay. Slip it back in the oven, and I broil it for maybe about five minutes. Like crisp up? Crisps the skin right back up. Yeah. So, and I know a lot of people are sitting there, their mouths are watering, and I'm just sitting there being like, goddamn turkey. I don't like it. I don't understand it. I don't understand why people get excited about it. It's bland. It's boring. You have to do all that stuff to it just to make it taste like something because you just took it through the oven with none of that stuff yeah. it would taste like freaking garbage now all right if you just threw a steak on the grill and did nothing to it no olive oil salt pepper nothing you just seared it and moved it to the cool side takes you about 10 minutes to cook total you'd love it you don't have to do anything to it and that's my philosophical because i'm not the one who also does all the cooking but that's like comparing cooking chicken to a roast. Which I also don't like chicken. The steak is chicken in this instance. Yeah, and the mistake is is turkey in the other instance. No, no, but it would would take you longer if you cooked a roast, right? It would take more time. It's it's a little fancier than than your basic poultry. Yeah, but if you took... So, okay, so I'll I'll take that. So, 20-pound turkey. I'd rather buy a Bowdoin ribeye, Bowdoin rib roast, and chuck that in the oven. Right. And but, do that. But that's what I mean. Like, that, that's why the effort's there, right? Yeah. So, like, when you're talking about the effort part of it, like, yeah. you know, you're talking, like, when you're talking about the steak, that's like, all right, I'm putting some chicken in, and I'm going to either grill it or I'm going to I'm gonna put it in the oven and bake it for, like, 30 minutes and be done with it, right? And it's going to be bland. It is what it is. And But the turkey is, like, you do the roast, and you're smoking it, and you put the rub on it, and you're making it, like, you know, you're trying to class up the joint a little bit. Yeah, see, I'll class it up with a, with a, with a bone-in rib roast. Here's a, you you're not a poultry guy. To I'm not. One. I am not. Um, 
In fact, if you prepare, prepare the whole Thanksgiving feast, and it was a turkey and mashed potatoes and green beans and frick, the stuffing and the uh, what is it the the cranberry sauce and the sweet potatoes and all this stuff. Oh my God, you're you're hitting all of them. That the you go to and it's like the what is it the uh, Norman Rockwell painting which made everyone want to put turkeys before that no one did turkeys but then they did turkeys after they saw that so everyone like that's the thanksgiving feast that's what everyone thinks the nostalgic home-cooked thanksgiving meal and i had the choice between that and a large number one from mcdonald's i'm going to mcdonald's oh you're killing me nope i 100 would i rather eat a big mac and french fries or a turkey big mac and fries absolutely not McDonald's, come on, McDonald's? Five guys. Let's oh. make it five guys. Right. Let's, Let's class it up. Yeah, all right. <laughs> See, for me, it's like... I'll make smash burgers on the Blackstone before I make a turkey. All right. I'll, like, you know, call it... Call I'll, use my, to, I'll use my turkey fryer to fry the french fries. Like, calling something a smash burger might put you in the douche bro category. It's, it's just a look, flattened hamburger. It is. That's all it is. Yeah, you come smash on, it. smash burger. Well, hey, I can do it. I'm going to make a flat burger. That's what I'm going to do. But you smash it until it's like super thin. <sighs> flat burger. Yeah. Okay, come on. <laughs> let's, not, let's not Jeep bro this up, shall we? I, uh, no, it's not Jeep bro. <laughs> it does have equipment. <laughs> However, I did not purchase equipment myself. It was a gift. <laughs> and if it's a gift, I might as well use it. Did you did you put your beer on the grill? No, that's douchey. And I don't and I don't call it a cook either. Call it cook. The cook. The cook. No, I'm the cook. That's the meal. So yeah. And that Blackstone Griddler's Facebook page. Yes. There you go. Showing your really thin hamburger. With a with your can with of your can Miller, Miller Lite <laughs> on the grill. What's right. the point? Call oh, this a smash burger. This was a good cook. No, it wasn't. <laughs> You're a good cook. Maybe. I don't know. But that mm-hmm. is a good meal that you that you the cook cooked. <laughs> so they're just bastardizing language. However, I I hold fast that the best Thanksgiving I ever had. I was in high school. We had just moved to a new house. We moved in the day before Thanksgiving. So my and my parents were cooks. They could cook the f out like they were good. And so you'd think that Thanksgiving would be this awesome meal. Which it was. They did a great job. However, I just didn't like And I'll tell you the story why I don't. So that particular one, all of our stuff was packed up. Because we moved from one house to the day before Thanksgiving. So what do you have for Thanksgiving? Donuts? Not that. So you need some sort of poultry version thing. What can you get? Chicken wings. So I got chicken wings, pizza, the little pizza place was that was open, and um, Chinese, and that was the best Thanksgiving I've ever had. It was all takeout. <laughs> so Chinese for me is always uh, Christmas Eve. Yeah, well, that's you know that's a staple. Yeah, God, um, I, I like on it to this day, even with, even with my my Jewish wife and kids, Christmas Eve is still is. Still uh, Chinese food. Well, that's where it came from. Is it? Though? I thought they did Chinese food on Christmas. I thought Jewish people did Chinese food on Christmas. I think it's either or because okay. that's all. That, cause, because because okay. ba- back in the day, right? That was all that was open. Right. Was so, and I think on Christmas Day it was going to the movies. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So if anyone, if anyone who is who is Jewish knows and or can remember back to what 
maybe they, or maybe their parents or grandparents did. Maybe they could just chime in and say uh, this is that. But yeah, leave, leave a comment. I wonder if that's why they release movies on Christmas Day. It's a big blockbuster movie time. Yeah. Oh, that makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. I never thought about that. Yeah. If, yeah. If you're Jewish or don't celebrate Christmas, leave us a comment in, in the comment section on YouTube if you're listening to us there or on Rumble, and let us know what you did. If if you're not Christian, what you did uh, on on uh, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, just just chime in with what you guys did. Um, speaking of Christmas, though. We were in Costco the other day. and Before Halloween? Yes. The Christmas stuff was already out? Yes. Blasphemy. Now, hold, now hold on. I'll give Costco a pass because they, they're... Well, they're not the only ones, though. I think Sam's Club has had their Christmas stuff out since <laughs> Labor Day. June. They put it out in June. We're getting ready. Um, normally, I'm in... A, a, because I, I know what you're going to say. Shouldn't put it out until Black Friday. Day after Thanksgiving, now you can decorate for Christmas. Well, I personally, I'm trying to get away with not decorating at all. You, so, can't do, you got kids, you can't do that. I'm getting projectors this year. Oh, Two of them. But, but you're still, de- I mean, that's still decorating. That's just but 21st century decorating. But it's super lazy. We did, I don't know. We did that with Halloween. We got the we got the ghosts on our garage door. I'm not going out. I'm not putting the lights up. Because my wife goes out there and she goes, um... And I was like, "Don't you say it! Don't you say anything!" <laughs> because if I, next, because we're almost to the point where I'm just going to leave the lights in a ball, plug them in, and just chuck them all, chuck all of them on one bush. There's a ball of light. I used to live by somebody when we lived down in Waldorf, and this was probably I think I was in like fifth grade, uh, fourth or fifth grade. I think it was fourth. We're living there middle of middle of, middle of summer. And this guy's got his Christmas lights on his gutters. At some point, you're early. No, no. He never took them down. He left them up all year, but would only turn them on during the holiday season. So there's a house near the pool, and my kids call it the lighthouse because he always has to have lights on. Mm. But they change the colors. So like 4th of July... Red, and that's blue, when, yeah. when the pool's open. Right. It's red, white, and blue. And then Easter, it's like pastels. And then, there, but there's always lights on the house. I don't know the whether they're LEDs and they change color. Yeah. Now, there is a cool system that I would get if I had the foresight to either get it early and put them up or, better yet, wait till like the day or two after Christmas when all that shit's on sale. And put these things up there. It's a complete LED system. It attaches to like your soffits and everything. And you can change it to whatever. You can just make it all white to just light your house up. Or you can make it, you know, different. You can make it do all kinds of different stuff. You see like the tobacco and vape, vape shops that have like the LED lights all over the windows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, I look at those. I'm like, the more LEDs, the less likely I'm gonna, I have to go in there. <laughs> right, the more of a fraudulent place it is. <laughs> right. It's like, hmm, how the, many skimmers do you have on your thing? Right. The, the higher the chance that cocaine is sold out of the back. <laughs> right, yeah. It's a front for the mafia. <laughs> right. Or the cartel. Bro, but, bro I, have good, <laughs> I make you good price. Yeah, I've got good card in the back. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I may do that. However, this year, 
projectors. Because I, I used some staples, and I may or may not have ripped some lights apart removing them. Because yeah. I don't so much hate putting them up. I hate taking them down. Yeah. Because in December, the snow and everything, we don't get too much snow here. Like last year, we got zero. I know, right? But the snow is like, it's a mystical, magical winter wonderland. However, in January, winter becomes a cold gray bucket of suck. And then I'm out there chipping the ice away because I've always put it off. I'm like, nah, I'll do it later. Ah, I'll do it later. Then I just shut the system down so it doesn't come on anymore. Right. But they're still there encrusted with ice. And now there's mud. And I just, so I was so angry, I just ripped them off. So, yeah, I'm super bah humbug. Now, I have some reasons not to psychoanalyze this too much. Sure. But the last time I spoke to my father was on Christmas Day. And then he died on December 29th. Felt a ruin on Christmas. Yeah. And then my mom, um, I went down to visit her after Christmas. It was a couple years after my dad had died. I get down and I ended up taking her to the hospital on December 29th. And she never came back home. So, Chris, the whole season, Thanksgiving, I got food poisoning in fourth grade. I just remember throwing up um, Thanksgiving dinner. So I got food poisoning from another meal, mm. and then it manifested itself and expressed itself fully on Thanksgiving Day after I had eaten. So I just remember puking up cranberry sauce, and I'll never eat that again. Yeah, I bet the Chinese food didn't make you throw up. So, no, Chinese food did not make me throw up. It made me retain water. I don't think, but, I've, I don't think I've ever thrown up a Chinese food. They've never undercooked that food. No. They just put enough sauce on it to make it taste great, right. and they overcook everything. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm good with it. Yeah. That's what I expect. That's what I'm paying for. I'm, I'm thinking right now, I'm thinking of Chinese food. I oh. think I think I had it last week. I'm ready. I'm ready again. I've been on this egg free young kick. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I don't do egg free young. I started it when I was doing that. It's scrambled eggs. With gravy. It's an egg pancake. With gravy. But there's other stuff in there. There's meat and vegetables. It's like an omelet. It's an omelet. With gravy. Yeah, and it's awesome. Ooh, I don't and if you're doing low, low carb, it's the perfect thing to get. All right, well, you got me there. Because it's like protein. I don't know, the texture. It's like dry eggs. But it's deep fried. It's freaking money. It's dry. It's a dry omelet. That's why you put the gravy on it. See, I... Well, yeah. But or... I, I like my eggs a little runny, though. No, I do too, but yeah. I'll take them in this omelet form. Dry. Because they they do it in the deep fryer. Yeah, I, I I don't know. You're gonna have a hard time convincing me that it's good. Yeah, I like it. I've had it. Yeah, you know, can't get down with it. That's not me. The, the kids don't like it, so they don't want to share with me. Well, that's that's a positive <laughs> yeah. right there. Um, <laughs> I get everything with extra spice, except now the baby likes spicy. He's like, Daddy, how spicy is this? I'm like, he wants me to get like the spiciest ramen I can find. Yeah. So I'm going and and looking on Amazon on the internet and like. Like, I, I have no idea. I think it's in Korean. I have no idea what it says, <laughs> but it's like like an unnatural color of red. So like that has to be spicy. So we'll see what he thinks when it shows up. My youngest is starting to get into the spicy, a third grader. So like when I used to get like buffalo wings, now she's like, how spicy? I was like, it's it's a little spicy because I don't I don't get them super spicy because of the the blowout and the. Yeah. On the back end, right? Yeah, yeah. I gotta protect the house. I gotta protect this house. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now she'll eat some with me. The oldest one will eat one. Like the funny thing, so I'll get twelve wings. They both take one. Right. I'm not at the stage yet where they're eating like all of them on me. Yeah. 
Um, See, I, I have boys, and I am. Yeah, right. Oh, so yeah. I have to get stuff they don't like. And you have three of them. Yeah. So if you get one thing that they like, forget it. You get none. Right. So there's there's and I'm, there's and three things working against me. Yeah. There's, number one, they're three boys. So there's the number of them. And then there is the fact that they eat a lot. And then there's also the fact that they want to do what their dad does. Right. So now it's like, well, they just want to do it because I'm doing it. Well, which is awesome. However, because they're doing it, I can no longer do it. You have to get, <laughs> you have to, what you're going to have to do, you're going to have to get yourself a secret meal. So basically, you have to order two of what you want. So you order one, you bring it out, and you leave the other one hidden. Yeah. And when they kind of eat it all up the first time, you kind of just bring out the next one. And they're like, oh, okay, I'm done. No, I'm not above giving them chicken nuggets than calling takeout for myself. Right, right. <laughs> Sorry, kids. We've, we've hit a dino nugget phase, apparently. Like, we got the Costco-sized dino nuggets. You hear about the recall? Yeah, ours aren't Tyson. We don't, oh, okay. get, we don't get brand name. This is like... <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, come, come on now. Pump the brakes there, bougie <laughs> McBoogerson. <laughs> we, I, I don't know. Ours are like yummy brand. I don't, I don't know. I, I, yum, yummy... Whatever. It's not Tyson. <laughs> I know that. The Amazon version. It's a big yellow box that has dino nuggets on yeah. it. That is not Tyson. I know that much. Although Tyson probably makes it and puts it in the box. I don't know. I don't really care. Um, it's just the Tyson seconds. Probably. It's all the it's all the rib meat and all that shit. All the super healthy stuff. Yeah. And water. You know, the funny part is like, I compared the ingredients on these dino nuggets to like the Tyson all natural and I'm literally in Costco looking at the back of it at the ingredients. Same fucking ingredients. Sure. But this is all natural my ass. If that's all natural, these dino nuggets are all natural and they're just not advertising it as all natural. I don't care. So I bought the dino nuggets because my kid wanted the dino nuggets. They ate almost the whole freaking thing in three weeks. Like the Costco sized. I only have <laughs> one kid that eats them. Right. She's just housing them down. <laughs> She, she learned how to use the air fryer on her own. She's just chucking she, things in there. So, so she has me do it, but she could take it out. Yeah. So like all I got to do is put it in. I put in like eight at a time because she just, she eats them all. Like I, I put like today for lunch, like she, she stayed home, <laughs> of course, with the stomach issues. Um, <laughs> I made her dino nuggets and, uh, you know, although my wife's like, oh, keep her on the Brack diet. The bread, you know, bread, rice, something, and crackers. I don't know. Applesauce. Yeah, and I don't do any of that. I, I gave her dino nuggets. I was like, well, if it's coming out, it's coming out. So um, she housed eight dino nuggets like, without even blinking. Like, where is it all going? Because she's not a fat kid. Like, where is it all going in you? So I, I'll make like, if I'm making dino, I'm, at, I'm in the 25 to 30 range for these three. All three will eat twenty five thirty. Yeah, per so no, not, no, not not individually like no, total. per setting for for all of them. Yeah, I mean, that's only ten for boys. That's only ten nuggets a yeah. kid. But like the skinny one will only eat like three, and then the middle one will eat like twelve. <laughs> he's he's putting in seconds. Yeah, he's playing football next year, so I gotta I gotta get him. We're gonna start. We're gonna start. You know, doing power cleans and lifting. I was talking with a buddy who's got his kid playing over at Cape, and I asked him. I was like. Why have the kids play tackle football at this age? And and my thing is like I don't think it's too rough. I think the equipment fucks people up. So my thing is though because my middle son is he's a big boy, yeah. But 
he's not like he's not like slovenly. He's just a big dude. Yeah, he's thick. That's all. And he's strong. I mean, he's a he swims on a travel swim team. So like he's he's getting it in. But for him, there's nothing in flag football that really allow that his size gives him any sort of the tackle game is where someone of his stature can really excel. He gets everything he can get from flag from swim. Um, let's face it, in high school, the kid's not running routes. <laughs> he might call eligible on a goal line play. <laughs> he's, he's, he's brushing the shirt. He's yeah. brushing the shirt. <laughs> and that's just so that they can put three tackles on one side. Right. <laughs> it's not because he – it's funny because he was like – we were talking about football. He's like, but dad, I don't know how to catch. I said, you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> you will probably never touch a foot unless you're a center. So I, I am working on teaching him how to snap. Yeah. Him and his stone hands are just fine. Yeah. Playing that line. Yeah. You yeah. just need hooks. Right. <laughs> unless, I mean, unless he ends up being like a Pat Ricard. So, and, he, and here's Three the thing. bills running routes. Right. No, and, and like a stud too. And here's the thing. <laughs> Some, you'll have these kids that in high school are playing offensive line, defensive line. And then the O linemen, when they get to, if if they go to college or from like JV to varsity, they'll move from tackle to tight end, guard to running back, D line to linebacker. So if they got some speed and some some smarts about them, high school and it, it happens with a lot of kids, they'll go from they go to college and they'll bump to a different position. So so usually I thought it went the other way, like. Usually the tight end they'll bulk him up and play him a tackle because he's got good feet. Yeah. So like, from what I saw when I played, you know, uh, both in high school and in college, that the the kids were they were coming out. They were big for high school or okay size for high school. In college, they were not big enough to play offensive line. So if they had some sort of some sort of speed. Or hands, they'd move them out. Right. Or throw them on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, I was the opposite. Yeah. I went from the defensive side of the ball to the offensive side of the ball, which threw blue because I couldn't remember plays to, to. They're like, oh, 34 rocket on three. I'm like, 34. That's three. Blah blah blah. What's the count? And then I'm you know getting crushed. <laughs> so that's when they tell you just look at the ball, move yeah. it when it moves. I, I would just look at it. Uh-huh. <laughs> so so we. I got a good story. So when I was in college, I I went there as an enormous place kicker. And my first day, we get there for two days, right? In August, before anyone else is in school, whatever. We we move in early, my freshman year. And I'm I'm got I got a locker with all the other freshman players that come in. And I'm like um five ten. I'm weighing a good two fifty, two sixty. For a kicker, I'm huge. Mm-hmm. There's an offensive lineman that comes over, picks up a locker. Now he's only like five nine, maybe pushing two twenty. How this dude's playing offensive line, I don't know, but he was actually really good at it. Mm-hmm. Like he was one of those technician guys. Hey, the Broncos won a Super Bowl with an O line without I think it was right. the year that Elway won. That when the Broncos got that O line they had not one single three hundred pounder on that on that line. So just for reference, like this kid, he started as a freshman at a D one AA school. So he was good mm-hmm. at some. Like he had to have been somewhat good. Yeah. Now our our, our center was 
like six two three twenty, like a big boy. Yeah. But it's funny. So first day, he's got his locker next to mine, and we're both local boys. We were both from upstate New York. And he looks over to me and he goes, "I was like, hey man, what's up? You know, what position you play?" He's like, "Oh, offensive line." I'm like, "Cool, man. Well, that's awesome." He looks over and goes, "What do you play?" I go, "Place kicker." <laughs> And he's looking at me. He just looks at me. He goes, "You're fucking kidding me, right?" <laughs> so this is his first day as a Division One offensive lineman, and the first person he sees is me. And you're the kicker, and I'm the place kicker. <laughs> I'm one of them. And he, he, you. I remember this to, to this day. You got to be fucking kidding me. He's like, "Where's the transfer portal?" <laughs> right. And then, and, and so, and then another story was so. I get there. I'm the backup place kicker. I'm a freshman. There's a senior in place and whatever. And so the punter gets hurt. They only had one. Mm-hmm. We didn't have a backup at the time. And so I had, a, I had a decent sized leg on me and I could kick the ball. What they didn't know was I couldn't catch the ball. <laughs> so the coaches are like, hey, we need you to take some practice kicks at punter just in case we need you. Come on over. So I go over there. And the the long snapper snaps it back to me, fucking clanks off my hands. My my meat fingers just <laughs> just pops off of it. We hit a wall. <laughs> it's almost like I batted it down. <laughs> <laughs> so, because like, okay, well we'll try again. We'll try again. Snaps it back. Fucking hits off my hands again. And he looks at me. He goes, "You're not supposed to catch it, right?" And I look. <laughs> I look at him. I go, uh, "I'm trying." I go, uh, there's a reason why I'm not a wide receiver. I kind of got some stone hands here. <laughs> and he's like, what do you mean you got stone hands? I was like, I, I could never, I, I've never been able to catch a ball. <laughs> I, go, I go, that's why I'm not a punter. <laughs> and he goes, oh, no, we'll get it. You'll get it. You'll get it. We'll, 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 we'll. Ten, ten snaps later, <laughs> I think I caught two of them. <laughs> and he just looked, he looked over and goes, well, I guess we'll find someone else. <laughs> Anybody. <laughs> like, literally. And there's nobody else. Right. It's just me. The other guy's hurt. <laughs> They're like, well, I hope he's not that hurt. Um, they literally brought in, like, a backup quarterback to kick the ball right. for punts. Uh, so, <laughs> someone was like, for a guy with such a big leg, god damn, your hands are awful. <laughs> I, go, I know, right? She you go, like, kick it out of midair. Right. Literally, like, I... I I, I almost get to the point where I would like let it bounce off my hands and like just kind of push it toward my foot. Right. Like I, I, I don't know what But it, but with the way you were catching it, it probably would have been better just to have like a fourteen yard punt over the ball like zigging over your head or like dropping it I was negative like, net yard. I, I at one point I was like, maybe we should just have the up man catch it and just kinda of toss it back to me nice. <laughs> Maybe you just toss it really good. Every to me. punt's a trick play. <laughs> Everything every punt is a flea flicker. <laughs> Except with a kick in the end. Like is that Lee first time it ever happens. <laughs> I, I just remember looking at the like I felt so bad for the coach at the time because he's looking at me just baffled out of my mind. Because every like I would drop it, pick it up, and then kick it, and I'd kick like a a forty foot spiral. Yeah. Like it'd be it'd be a beautiful spiral up and down. Yeah. Everything everything looked great. With hang time every, and it distance. looked great. Yeah. I, but and the guy just looking at me like, 
you can't this this kid can't be fucking serious with it's this. like you had the yips I wish it was because at least then at one point I could catch the ball. Yeah. I, I've never been able to catch a ball. Like, I guess as I got older, like if someone throws me a ball, I can kind of catch it now. Uh-huh. But you're right. Maybe, maybe it was the yips back then. I, I swear to God. Or maybe it's just trying to catch it with my hands down like this. It, was just, like it, would, it would hit off my, my, my palms and just pop right out. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> I was just like, okay. I was like, can we stop this? Like, I'm. I told you I can't catch it. Right, this isn't happening. Like, this is hurting my feelings at this point. <laughs> I feel bad about myself now. Uh, oh, boy. Well, we but, certainly veered off topic. Yes. So my next bah humbug topic, yes. aside from Thanksgiving, is Christmas. I love Christmas. See, I don't. I got a whole soundtrack for it. Does it involve bringing Mariah Carey out from the cryogenically frozen state that she's in. No, I can't stand that song. Oh. I I bring out my uh, my Peanuts Christmas uh, album. Okay, every year, nice jazzy, yeah. and I bring out my, my uh, the Nat King Cole. Like I bring out all the classics. See, I like Christmas music that was like a hymn and played on an organ. <laughs> that's like that's yeah. where I go. You're, you're going for the old religious music, yeah. See, well, I go for like the the old school. Yeah. So the one thing I've, I've grown to despise about Christmas is the holidays. Right? Yeah. So I went to... Um, so Ramadan takes place in like March, April. That region of the year. Yeah. And then the last day of Ramadan, which is a big feast, is Eid al-Fitr. And so I went to a mosque for Eid al-Fitr, and it was awesome. Like, the people were the warmest, nicest people. Like, it was great. Very welcoming. It wasn't, you know, I didn't feel at all like I was an outcast and very clearly not celebrating, but just, you know, it was, everyone I met was nice. I They fed me. It was amazing. And I got to thinking you know, you'd say, um, I forget the, the blessing that you'd say, but no one said happy holiday, right? No one said happy holiday. It was um, Salam Aleikum, I think was the, you know, and and I can be wrong. I, just, I don't remember exactly how it was pronounced or what it was, but the thing is, is no one ever said happy holidays or holiday, but for Christmas, it's happy holidays it's it's and and i don't think anyone so i was not offended at all when people came to me and said gave me the blessing i was i, I was honored it was great but somehow everyone gets offended when you say merry christmas well not everyone celebrates christmas. well that's the holiday that we're celebrating right on december 25th you know it's if i say merry christmas to someone who's not christian doesn't celebrate christmas it not nowhere, no way in any shape or form said to insult them, right? Or to say, Oh, well, huh, you know, but you wish you celebrated this badass holiday. No, it, it's it, just to say, Hey, Merry Christmas. Like, I don't see anything wrong with it. However, somehow people have become offended by it, and now it's the holidays. So, of course, all the corporate shills have their stupid holiday, like the yuppies selling cars to each other or giving each other cars for the holidays with giant bows on them. I hate those people. 
Um, all the corporate spokes, like Lily from AT&T has her commercial. Of course, there's a million Pat Mahomes commercials running around and Travis Kelsey and all those, the Kansas City Chiefs who whom I can't stand either. Um, I will never get State Farm Insurance, by the way, because Pat Mahomes is the spokesperson. Right. He just annoys the shit out of me. Yeah. And the original Jake from State Farm, the commercial was funny. Now that that's become the character, like that dude that did that actually worked in the call center for State Farm. Like that's how it started, and it was funny. But now it's become the corporate spokesperson. Yeah, and it just lacks personality. It's contrived. He's the Lily. Yeah, like Lily is the is the AT and T spokesperson. Well, this guy. Yeah. Who is now Jake from State Farm, which looks nothing like the original. Who hangs out with Aaron Rodgers and Pat Mahomes right. and Travis Kelt. Like, who's this dude that hangs out with those freaking athletes? Like, I thought you sold insurance. I don't hang out with any of them. No, I, I don't. I, I've got an ordinary goober job. I don't right. hang out with them. <laughs> um, and then you've got your, it's also like Jen from Toyota. Right. Like the girl that works in the Toyota dealership. That's the I, worst one. Uh, the flow from... Progressive. Uh, progressive. I hate all of them. But they're all out, you know, hucking holiday sales, the Lexus December to Remember sales event, uh, where I, yuppies give each other Lexi for a by, gift. By the way, if you were a Lexus dealership, we'd love to have you a sponsor. <laughs> we are not sponsored by Lexus. We are sponsored by Cheers and Spirits and the Arnold Station Plaza <laughs> and Brian Chilling from And because of my State. last comment, we will not be. Right. Yeah. I, don't, I think you just killed our Lexus sponsorship. Thanks. I'm about to kill Honda too. Right. Happy Honda days. Hate oh, those two. But it's just it's it's the whole and everyone forgets the meaning of the holiday. Yeah, they forget the meaning of what Christmas is. Everyone getting stressed out about buying stupid crap. Are you going to get religious? No, I'm not. Okay, I just I didn't know where you were going. I could because I I am the I am that I am that guy. Right. I I am there for the word of the holiday and have. No religious affiliation right. with the holiday. Whatsoever. It is to celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I got to start David on the top of my Christmas tree. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, I got to so, start. They killed him. Right, right. right. <laughs> I mean, he Jesus was a Jew. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, but uh-huh. <laughs> it, it can, but there's other parts of the, the of the season that I think get overlooked just by the spending money and the the just the rampant commercialization of it that I just, on top of all the other issues I deal with personally with Chris, I, I'm just done with it. Yeah. And I can't wait for it to be over. Um, now I am working on a new project. Uh-oh. It's operation assassin. And that doesn't sound <laughs> holiday esque. <laughs> It'll make my holidays much better. Listen, that sounds the opposite of happy holidays. So the oldest no longer believes Oh, so I'm a third of the way there. So he went into sixth grade, going to middle school, didn't want to get made fun of. So over the summer, my wife and I sat him down and said, hey, what do you think about Santa Claus? He goes, well, it doesn't make any sense. How does this guy, reindeer don't fly, sleds don't fly. There's presents for everybody. I said, okay, so what do you think it is? I think it's fake. You're right. It is. <laughs> rip, rip that band-aid. He goes, okay, poof, don't tell your little brothers. Don't ruin it for them, but we're in a good spot here. What do you think of the Tooth Fairy? Oh, that's you guys. Perfect. 
Easter Bunny. That's dumb. Awesome. So I've killed all the <laughs> mythical characters. My goal is to kill the fat man. Because then, for Christmas, and I'll say the holidays because it's going to start with Christmas and end with New Year's, I can go on a cruise or go to a resort and not have to buy a bunch of dumb crap that they're not going to play with three weeks after it's all over with. Bah be, humbug. I won't do it. Cruise. Oh, I, I will send you. I, I, I want the myth to be alive. Well, it's not. I want Sorry it. to my oldest wrote it for you. Santa Claus is not real. So here's the thing. I don't know what my oldest knows. I'm not bringing it up, though. If she finds out, she finds out. She's going to find out. I'd rather <sighs> them find out from me. If So I, I'm going to put this out there as a public service. Yeah. If you need a mythical character assassinated, <laughs> and I'm not actually killing them because they're not real, yeah. before you get all your panties in a bunch. <laughs> we don't advocate violence. Right. <laughs> yeah. Come on now. <laughs> if you need one dispatched, <laughs> I'll handle it for you. Because they're already there. so they're sus- they're, They suspect it. They're probably just believing in it for you. So let me ask you this. What are the chances? My oldest, who's also in sixth grade, they're the same age, still believes. You're 50-50. Now, what are the chances she still believes after this year while she this is her first year in middle school? Zero. It comes out, doesn't it? Yeah. How? The House of Cards is about to come down on the fat man. So here's my thing. I'm, I'm and why does that fat fucker get all the credit? Well, I'm I'm wondering like how she's gonna find out. Like, is it gonna be in a good way? No. Or is it gonna be a bad way? It's middle school. There's <laughs> yeah, no nothing, good way. Nothing is good in middle school, <laughs> right? Yeah, I oh, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Just because, like, I'm sure, like, like I, I want the childhood to continue as long as possible. So, if you need the mythical character dispatched. Right. I got to call you. <laughs> no, that's too direct. Oh. Try to cover. No, Grant, of course, we're talking about this over a, a national podcast. My kids don't listen to this. I, what do you think? <laughs> I let my kids listen to this? Are you crazy? <laughs> so, you, you're going to take a can of beer and write the child's name on it and leave it under the park bench <laughs> at the tot lot. My own version of Santa's going to come. My, yeah. this is my, my Santa is going to kill off Santa. <laughs> on a Friday. <laughs> Friday. And I'll get it. And I'll be like, check. <laughs> At some point over the next week, your child's beliefs will be crushed. <laughs> Great. This is a service I'm offering. Just mm. let me know. You'll all be on cruises for Christmas. You have, so with me, I've got double the, the myths. Well, not really double. because There's no myth for Hanukkah. Hanukkah Harry. That's, that's bullshit. I know. We never really created that one. I think we actually went with the religious story on that one. Yeah, the, the correct story. Yeah, I think, I, like, oddly enough, like, with all the Jewish stuff, we've told them the actual reasoning behind the holidays. Yeah. It's only the Christian ones where we come well, up with and a bullshit. lot of that comes from the Romans trying to pacify the natives and saying, oh, well, you know, like, there's this fat guy that comes down the chimney, and that worked on those who really like St. Nicholas, and then it goes to someone else, and, like, the the tree comes from the pagans and they put it all together. None of it has any, any relation to the actual story. Yeah. I never really understood how St. Nick 
because I, I know the story of Saint Nicholas, you know, the guy who would give gifts to poor kids, yeah. and and that was an actual story. It's how he became a saint. But I never understood how that tied into Christmas, other than the gift giving aspect with the three wise men. Yeah, I, I guess that's the tie in there. But so I'm. We've we kind of mentioned, and I don't remember when it was years ago. We did mention the Saint Nicholas story, so they do kind of know about that. So Christmas won't be completely ruined. Yeah, but they still leave cookies and and carrots for the reindeer and Santa and the milk. I told I told my mine that Santa Claus like potato chips and beer. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure you can easily get away with that. Just be like, well, you know, the, all the other kids are giving him cookies and milk. We should give him uh, something some, he uh, actually likes. Yeah, we, well, we should give him some like soup and beer or something. Yeah. Uh, you know, something different. Yeah. Bourbon and chicken wings, well, yeah. whatever. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> I heard, look, you know, Santa needs a little bit of. He likes buffalo treats. It's cold up there. Right. <laughs> some of the warmest cockles. Right. So uh, yeah, that's my my end goal. The end game is to have all the mythical mythical characters dispatched, and you just, everyone can stay in this cold gray bucket of suck, and I'll be on an island somewhere. And because people don't travel for Christmas, it'll be cheaper. They so, travel, some, yeah, but not like that. No, no, they don't travel internationally. Like, no. no, we want to wear ugly sweaters and and talk to family that we hate and eat shitty food. No, I rather eat shitty food at a resort. Yeah, I don't know why, but <laughs> the the quote from uh, East Ventura came. You're one strange guy, Ace. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that came in. A, Came into mind, but I don't know. I love the season. I'm, I, I like driving around and going look at people's de- uh, Christmas decorations. The best was the penis house in the Cape, which they haven't done for a couple of years. But during COVID, the dude put a giant dick on his house, and that was the best ever. <laughs> and I've got three boys, and they all loved it. <laughs> I can't remember it. Do you never drove by the giant penis house? I'm sure we did, but I don't remember it. Oh. I really wish. Maybe he'll do it again. It, like, made the... The local news, like, or maybe maybe my wife knew about it and steered us away from it, <laughs> so that like the girls didn't see it. Yeah, so it was a, it was so it was a, what was that a, a ranch? Not a ranch, a split foyer. Okay, so the roof wasn't as high, but the road I think was at a higher grade than the house. So you kind of looked, the roof was like right there. Yeah, you'd see the top of the roof from the road, and say that so it's the whole the size of a of a house right. right single family home that whole half the roof from stem to stern was a giant dick in christmas lights could you imagine if you the only thing i would have done different is i would add like red and blue lights for veins or cut the dick down a little bit mm-hmm. so make the dick smaller and then have like the running lights at the end of it <laughs> Would they be white or yellow? White. If you're putting a dick on there, and you're, <laughs> gonna, and you're gonna go as far as putting some extra lights on there with some directional don't make it, don't spray, make it peeing. <laughs> no, no, it's not gonna be peeing. It's gonna be coming. Yeah. <laughs> if you're doing it, you're going all the way with it. So yeah, I and apparently it was like a dare or a bet from the neighbor. 
<laughs> Either the guy lost a bet or he dared to be wouldn't do it. And he's like, oh, okay, hold my beer. <laughs> so in typical Cape fashion, which, you know, this is an admirable qual- uh, quality. Yeah, no one in our neighborhood put a dick on their roof. No. it's But it is what separates us from Severna Park. Oh, there's no dicks on roofs in Severna Park. No. In Severna Park. No. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> which almost makes me want to move to Severna Park. To do for the specific <laughs> and expressed purpose of putting a dick on my roof. Rodney, they put a <laughs> yeah. dick on the roof and it spews white cum. <laughs> How audacious. <laughs> Meanwhile, over here, it's like, that shit's hysterical. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. That guy's the hero. He hasn't done it since. He, you're right, though. He probably lost a bet and had to do it one year. Yeah. The wife was, like, not pleased that oh, year. Someone was very not happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he probably was like, maybe I could put it up there and she won't notice. And she came down the high side of the road and like, was like, uh, Roger, what is on our roof? Yeah. I lost a bet, honey. Just go with it. <laughs> and then the other thing about this party is the fact that, like, like it gets dark at freaking 530. drives me nuts. Dude, uh, all right. So the past, like, two days, ever since we switched, switched the clocks and it, it's been a little cloudy and some rain. So, of course, like, the daylight just been gone. Oh, and I forgot how much that sucks. Oh, like I would rather have the dark in the morning than well, in the evening. I want the light in the evening. Yeah, I, I, I can't. I whoever thought that it was a good eye. Like, who, who wants to trade an hour of sunlight in the morning? Or an hour of darkness in the morning for the hour of sunlight in the evening. Like, I don't understand the logic. Farmers do. It, but that, and that's why I was That shit's place. guided by GPS now. It doesn't even need light. Right. It, like, doesn't even need something to drive it. Like, I the dude th- driving it's just chilling. It's a union guy. I thought we were getting... When are we getting rid of it? What, well, they were supposed to, but Congress can't even... That's how pathetic. They can't even get together to, to get rid of something that's universally despised and useless. I thought it got approved, though, to get rid of it. I thought they actually voted on it and approved it. it did, no, the House didn't approve it. Hey. So now we're stuck with this bill. Yeah. And nobody nobody likes it. So, you know, so, okay, rather than being sunlight at 7.30, the sun comes up at 6.30. When I'm in the shower, like, I'm not even out doing anything. Right. So. The kids are in school, right? Yeah. They don't need sunlight in the school. So I had to pick the boys up today uh, at 5.30. I got Dark. stuck in traffic, got delayed at work, so. They come out and it's dark out. Dark. It's bullshit. After school, dark. Now, it was a cloudy rain. It was still dark and it was still bullshit. Yeah. So, yeah, whoever's keeping this thing going. Now, knowing that it's still going leads me to believe that someone or certain people who happen to work in the Capitol building are making money off of it. And that's why it didn't go away. I don't even know how you make money off of it. They'll find a way. I'm sure they will. All right. That's all. That was our bah humbug episode. We hope you liked it. If you have anything that you're you're particularly bah humbug Ebenezer Scrooge about, leave a comment in the uh, in the notes below. Comment, share, subscribe. If you're on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, please rate this episode. Hit the pause button. Actually, it's almost over. Go ahead and rate it now while you're listening to my voice. Sign us out of the show. Give us a one star, or better yet, give us a five star because you enjoyed it. If you're listening all the way to the end, you might, you probably enjoyed it. You're already invested. You're here. You're here. You're coming back next week. We appreciate you listening. 
and we'll see you again soon.